I'm Andrea Crisp, and you're listening to 12 Notes, discovering us in music. Today's episode was originally meant to honor Music in Our Schools Month, focused on the main genre associated with schools across the United States, marching music. However, I chose to alter the focal point of this episode after Russia invaded Ukraine just a couple of weeks ago. And I believe that this genre is even more poignant when recent events are considered, given it was originally born from military bands. As the great-granddaughter of a Serbian officer who survived about four years in a Nazi POW camp and wasn't reunited with his family for about a decade until his wife and two daughters were able to join him in exile after escaping communism that fell over Eastern Europe after the war, my family and I are well aware of the hardship those in Ukraine are and will be experiencing long after this conflict is over. I was planning this episode toward raising funds for my school's recording and broadcasting club, but the current state of our world of freedom is what matters most right now. Now is not the time to be selfish, but the time to be selfless. Liberty is bigger than one person, one club, or one school. So I'm dedicating this episode to the people of Ukraine, for democracy's sake, for freedom's sake. To help those Ukrainians still fighting and still surviving, I urge you to join me in donating. Donating to the following organizations is a great way to support the people of Ukraine and I will repeat this information at the end of the episode. You can go to www.redcross.org donate slash donation.html to donate through the American Red Cross, or to www.unicefusa.org to support Ukraine's children by supporting the United Nations International Emergency Fund. I feel the most sorry for the kids, kids just like us. So I donated $200 to this charity. Ultimately, there are so many different ways for you to do your part. So please do something selfless and help these people because freedom for only some is freedom for none. Moving into our songs, Marching music is typically supposed to inspire school spirit, a sense of pride and camaraderie, and a common purpose. People may have different career paths, different opinions, and different outlooks on life, but they can all learn from each other, laugh with each other, and come together by seeing not their differences, but their similarities. A cornerstone of marching music in schools is the fight song the piece of music that every student knows, or should know, the words to, that's played at every athletic game. The University of Southern California has an incredible music program, the Thornton School of Music, and the school's fight song, Fight On, is iconic. So here is the Trojan Marching Band performing one of the most well-known college fight songs, Fight On.
still, pride and connectivity within school communities is bigger than music. We all come together for those moments when our school, our home, triumphs. We celebrate every touchdown, three-pointer, and championship, athletic or academic, for each other. Another American university with a fantastic music program, the Frost School of Music, is the University of Miami, my dad's alma mater. Growing up, my dad has told me incredible stories of Miami's legendary football seasons and the way he found himself in college. Because although schools strive to provide education, they are meant to give you so much more than that. So let's take a listen to UM's fight song, Hail to the Spirit of Miami, by Dale Clark and Ted Kennedy. As our seniors approach graduation and the prospect of college, I'm sure that the incoming, bright and independent future is never far from your minds. It wasn't long ago that you graduated middle school, experienced your first day of fifth grade. But you have been lucky. This week, CNN reported that an 11-year-old Ukrainian boy crossed the border alone, with only a backpack, a passport, and a phone number both written on his hand and on a piece of paper in his passport. What will his future be? So, in this time of celebration, keep in mind that life won't always be perfect. And now, more than ever, you must be conscious of your place in this world. Acknowledge your privilege and be kind, understanding, and supportive of those less fortunate. Because, as young adults, you are the future of our society. So march forth, make waves, and don't let anyone stop you from standing up for what is right. With congratulations, here's Edward Elgar's Pomp and Circumstance.
March music, which has been around for a very long time, can be as revolutionary as it is inspiring. And the French national anthem, La Marseillaise, is just that. It was written during the French Revolution, shortly after France declared war on Austria, by Claude-Joseph Rouget de Lille. The French Revolution was undoubtedly a huge moment for the beginnings of democracy, at a time when people fought relentlessly for their freedom. And this song exemplifies the European march music, with a distinctively French focus on percussive and brass instruments. So let's take a listen to the inspirational La Marseillaise as performed by the Orchestre National de France under the direction of Chloé Dufresne. American Revolution followed soon after and was modeled after the democratic ideals of the French Revolution. The people that our colonies long ago revolted against are the same people that we have fought alongside in conflicts like the two world wars, UK troops liberated my great-grandfather's POW camp, and recently in both Iraq and Afghanistan, to defend democracy together. So here's the familiar British Grenadiers Quick March, played by none other than the regimental band of the Grenadier Guards. Quick March, quick march, 
other previous foes during the revolution, now also longtime partners in preserving democracy, are the Highlanders of Scotland. Nothing like bagpipes in the morning to stir your blood or give you a headache. Scotland the Brave has been used for more than regimental marching songs. In the 1982, 1986, and 1990 World Cups, the song was used as the anthem for the Scottish national team. But it's hard not to imagine the black feather bonnets and the kilts swirling in the wind as the bagpipes march towards you. So here's Scotland the Brave, played by the Royal Scots Tribune Scotland. regiments, comprised mostly of Nepali volunteers, has had a legendary history serving alongside the British all around the globe since the early 1800s. Former Indian Army Chief of Staff Field Marshal Sam Manikshaw once stated that if a man says he is not afraid of dying, he is either lying or he is a Gurkha. Another quote, source unknown, if the British Army requires a position held against impossible odds, use an English or Welsh regiment. Should the British Army require a position captured against impossible odds, use a Scottish or Irish one. And should Her Majesty require both at once, well, that's why God created Gurkhas. So here's Bravest of the Brave, possibly the fastest quick march, the quick march of the Royal Gurkha Rifles, played by the bandpipes and drums of the Brigade of the Gurkhas. previously mentioned, marching music originates from military bands, including that of the Harlem Hellfighters, an all-black regiment of American soldiers that fought in World War I. The regiment included legendary composer and band leader James Reese Europe, who wrote Castles in Europe, Ragtime March, the song I left you all with last episode, and organized the Clef Club, a group for African-American musicians that also acted as a social club and promotion space. Through his music, Europe brought jazz, a fundamentally African-American genre, to Europe, especially France. 
historically black artists found haven in France, and it is unfortunately very true that the Harlem Hellfighters band felt more free in France than in their own country. So we look back on those in history who fought not simply for what freedom gave them at the time, but for what freedom could give everyone in the future. So let's take a listen to a Steinway Model K 6588 note pianola player piano and pianolist Adam Ramey's performance of the Clef Club's Grand March. <laughs> sure most of you know, the different branches of the United States military take pride in both their military bands and their official songs. One of these songs is that of the U.S. Air Force, Off We Go. This is one of my favorites out of all the military songs, simply for its inspiring lyrics, written by composer Robert MacArthur Crawford, who studied and taught at Juilliard School of Music before going on to join the music faculty at the University of Miami in 1947. In World War I, he actually attempted to serve in the Army Air Service, but was dismissed because he was underage, and he later fought in the Air Force during World War II. So let's take a listen to Off We Go, performed by the President's Own United States Marine Band. Another official song of the U.S. military is Edmund Lewis Gruber's Quezon Go Rolling Along for the United States Army. Interestingly, Gruber wound up in a legal battle against legendary marching music composer John Philip Sousa. Initially, Gruber allowed Sousa's use of the song while Sousa passed along royalties, but eventually, Gruber went to court in an attempt to regain his rights to the music which Sousa had lifted so he could gain profits from sheet music sales, giving Gruber nothing. However, the music had become so popular and publicly used that the courts ruled he had waited too long and his music was now in the public domain. Still, in 1956, it became the U.S. Army's official song, and its melody remains recognizable today. So let's take a listen to the President's Own United States Marine Band once again. Thank you. 
Another song of the U.S. military often credited to Sousa is the U.S. Navy's Anchors Away. However, the music was actually composed by Charles A. Zimmerman. With a heavy influence on marches and popular music during his lifetime, Zimmerman spent nearly 30 years as the band leader of the United States Naval Academy. Now, in third grade, we had a music program honoring heroes, and because I have a family member that was in the Navy at the time, I volunteered to play the Navy soldier as we sang this next song, Anchors Away, so I could honor him. So I could honor everyone like him in the past, present, and future who is just as courageous. So here is the official song of the United States Navy performed by the President's Own United States Marine Band. Just because the official songs of the Army and Navy weren't truly written by Sousa doesn't mean that he didn't make an immense impact on the genre of marching music. He truly was the American March King, distinguished from the British Kenneth J. Alford. And although Sousa is still very well known for composing many of the U.S. military's official songs, including Semper Fidelis of the United States Marines, famous compositions of his include Stars and Stripes, Washington Post, and Liberty Bell March, which also happens to be the Monty Python theme song. So let's take a listen one more time to the President's own United States Marine Band. In 1893, John Philip Sousa was inspired by watching his son march in a parade celebrating the return of the Liberty Bell to Philadelphia following a tour across the country. Sousa knew that a march honoring that great icon of freedom would serve not only as a celebration of the bell itself, but also the ideals it represents. For this march, Sousa composed a special part for a large bell. And for our performance, we will use the ship's bell from the USS John Philip Sousa. And now, one of the March King's most popular marches, the Liberty Bell.
Next up, we have a song written by the romantic composer Pyotr Tchaikovsky, who some of you may remember from a previous episode. Originally written by the Russian composer to celebrate Russia's intervention in the Serbian-Ottoman War, a conflict fought from 1876 through 1878, Tchaikovsky produced the piece for a commissioned benefit concert meant to aid the Red Cross Society, as sympathetic Russians sent soldiers and aid to their fellow Slavs and Orthodox Christians in Serbia. At the end of the day, despite our differences, solidarity is extremely vital as we strive to push freedom forwards. Interestingly, both Russians and Ukrainians are Slavic people. So here is Ukrainian conductor Oksana Liniv and the Youth Symphony Orchestra of Ukraine performing March of Slav.
however, freedom is only as true as those who uphold it, and democracy is only as strong as those who keep others protected by it, and keep the idea itself safe. Without solidarity, without courage, without love, freedom withers. And if humanity does not join together to save each other, it cannot save that idea. So don't let liberty die, because we will grieve that loss. And I can only express that grief musically with the most final of marches, with Arthur Rubinstein playing Chopin's famous third movement of his second piano sonata, Funeral March. Ultimately, though, life is all about living, and music is about us. It's about people. But people is an all-encompassing word. We, the people, includes each and every one of us. There was more music that I could have shared with you, but I felt it was more important to alter this episode, given recent events. You know, the other day, I came across an article on CNN. Ukrainians are giving Americans two lessons about democracy we've forgotten, by John Blake. Lesson one, the most ferocious defenders of democracy are those who have been denied it. For example, Crispus Attucks, a runaway slave, was the first martyr of our revolution. Lesson two, ordinary people are the true heroes of democracy. Who is Sergei Stakovsky? Well, he's an Ukrainian tennis star with no military experience who left his wife and three children 
to return to Ukraine to join the fight. Blake says, The spirit of democracy in the U.S. feels like it's under siege. On TV, we're witnessing countless people in Ukraine putting their lives at risk for each other and for the idea of democracy. No example is more evident than the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, who has been lauded for his courageous refusal to leave the country for his own safety. Would we be as selfless? To much of the world, the United States stands for the idea of democracy, of freedom. That's why people come here. That's why my family came here. That's what we all believe in. This one singular idea. So let's set our differences aside and instead do something selfless together. Fight for it. The only way to keep it alive is to fight for it, no matter how small you think your shouts may be. Because nothing can silence a chorus of millions of voices. Rise up around the world and sing the song of freedom loudly and proudly. To you, Ukraine, I stand with you. We all do. Before we go, I would like to repeat the information I gave out earlier in today's episode. You can donate to the American Red Cross, an organization providing medical aid and support in Ukraine, at www.redcross.org slash donate slash donation dot html and you can find the united nations international emergency fund helping children in ukraine at www.unicefusa.org to learn more about the ongoing assault against the ukrainian people visit www.cnn.com slash specials slash europe slash ukraine Next episode, we'll be exploring what might have been. This has been Andrea Crisp. As always, keep rocking and I'll see you next time. Glory to Ukraine.